Now, if there's one simple fact that I know, it's this. People need Jesus. There are people in your everyday lives that are dying without knowing your Savior and my Savior. You might be agreeing with me, but what are you doing about it? If you've received God's grace and power, then you have been called to be a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Your life was meant to be a shining example of what God can do in a human life. Welcome to a jolt of joy. This is your host, Carol McLeod. Let's take some time today and spruce up your job description so that you can be used in the kingdom of God. Have you ever wondered who you were? Have you ever wondered if God had a job for you to do? Oh, you know, God has jobs for people like Paul and Peter and Joyce Meyer and Billy Graham to do. But what about me, Father? Do you have a job for me to do? Well, yes, he does. And we're going to discover that today. Let's read Ephesians chapter 3, verse 7. These are the words of Paul as inspired by the Holy Spirit, of which I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me according to the working of his power. My friend, not only was Paul made a minister, but so are you. Do you doubt me? Let me prove it to you. Ephesians 2, 7 says that you have received the grace of God. It was by grace that you were saved. God has given you his grace. Ephesians 1.19 says that you have received God's power. And Paul tells us in this verse in Ephesians 3.7 that grace plus power equals ministry. Let me read it to you one more time. Of which I, Paul, was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me according to the working of his power. If you've received grace, if you've received power, then you are a minister. You are not left out of the calling of making a difference for Christ and his kingdom at your moment in history. Ephesians 3, 8, and 9. To me, the very least of all saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unfathomable riches of Christ, and to bring to light what is the administration of the mystery, which for ages has been hidden in God, who created all things. Paul says in verse 8, to me, the very least of all saints, this grace was given. See, Paul felt inferior. He felt insecure. He felt unworthy too. He said, I am the least of all the saints, and yet God gave me the grace. So you know what? If you feel unworthy, you're in good company because Paul felt the same way. If Paul was chosen, so are you and so am I. Paul was a murderer. He slandered the cause of Christ. Paul went about hunting down Christians for the sheer entertainment of it. Paul hated the cause of Christ. And now because of grace And because of power, Paul has been chosen to be a minister. 
Do you want to know why I believe that Paul was chosen? I believe that God and the Holy Spirit chose Paul as an example that none of us are left out of the calling. There are no excuses. We have been called. Those of us who have received grace and have received power are called to be ministers. There are no excuses accepted by heaven that someone is not good enough to be used for the kingdom of God. If heaven could use Paul, heaven can use you. Your life was always meant to be a shining example of what the grace of God can do in a human life. You know, we have not been saved to merely escape hell. We have been saved in order that God may present a people who will astonish the whole world. Paul was called to preach to the Gentiles. Who's your audience? Who is your appointed people group? Is it your classroom? Is it your family? Is it your patients or your parents? Is it your coworkers or your children? Is it your neighbors? We all have Gentiles. We all have a people group to whom we are called to preach. We're all called to people who don't understand the mystery of salvation. You know, if I were to circle three words in these two verses, in Ephesians 3, 8, and 9, the three words that I would circle are grace, unfathomable riches, and light. My friend, you're a trophy of grace, and you're an instrument of grace. In any situation in life, your guiding principle is grace. You should be saying, I'm here to bring grace. How can I show God's grace? How can I speak God's grace? Now, Paul also says, the riches of Christ are unfathomable. We can't wrap our human minds around what we have been given. And so I want to tell you something today. You're rich. So am I. We are rich in all the ways that count eternally. We are rich in wisdom. We're rich in joy. We're rich in peace. And we're rich in hope and patience and love and in healing power. We're rich in faith. Have you ever heard the term describing somebody, oh, they're just filthy rich? Well, you and I are not filthy rich. We are unfathomably rich. We're rich in grace. We're rich in power. We're rich in assignment. We're rich in spiritual blessings. We're rich in heavenly and in human relationship. You are not poor, my friend. The devil will try to convince you that you're poor, but you are among the richest people who have ever lived at any moment in history. And then the third word that I would circle in Ephesians 3, 8, and 9 is the word light. Now, we all know that Jesus is the light of the world, but he lives in you. So shine, brother, shine. Shine, sister, shine. Bring light to dark places. Bring hope to hopelessness. Bring joy to depression. Bring peace to confusion and bring power to weakness. Listen, don't go looking for light in dark places. Dark places have no light, but we have the light of the world, so let him shine through you today and every day. You know, when I was battling cancer, I discovered that there was no place darker than a cancer hospital at Christmas time. 
and I don't understand it, but God chose me to take the light of his presence to a cancer hospital at Christmas time. You know, there is no place more depressing than an oncologist office at Christmas time. And I don't understand it, but Jesus chose me to take joy to the depressing circumstances of an oncologist office at Christmas time. We have the light and the hope and the joy and the peace that the world is looking for. So let the light of Jesus Christ shine through you today and every day. Ephesians 3.10, so that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through the church to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly places. What? This is extraordinary news. It's through you and through me that the wisdom of God is known. God is depending on us. God is depending on our ordinary lives to reveal who he is at our moment in history. As the world watches us, they are supposed to be seeing the extravagant riches of Jesus Christ. As the world watches our lives, the world is supposed to be viewing and experiencing the extravagant riches and the wisdom of Jesus Christ. As the world watches our ordinary lives, they are supposed to be hearing the hope that's found only in Jesus Christ. The world is supposed to know God because of you and because of me. We are revealing it to rulers and to authorities in heavenly places. You know, we're revealing it to both good and bad rulers and to both good and bad authorities in heavenly places. But we have been chosen. We got the job at our moment in history. You've not experienced grace just to feel better about yourself. You've not experienced power just to go around flexing your spiritual muscles. You've not been given wisdom just so you can think your way through a circumstance. No, you've been given grace and power and wisdom and hope and joy because you are God's show and tell at this moment in history. Did you know that demons watch us and weep? Did you know that demons wail as they watch our extraordinary and miraculous lives? Did you know that demons watch us and throw up their hands and surrender when they see a son or a daughter of the Most High God worship rather than wine? And when we pray, they are literally undone. They can't deal with the power that we've been given. So I'm going to challenge you this week, my friend. Love a difficult person, okay? That's why you're here. Bring a word of peace on Facebook. Don't complain and verbally vomit on social media, but express joy and hope on your Facebook page. You know, even the angels of God himself only understand the mystery of God as observed through our human lives. In closing today, let me read to you one of my favorite scriptures found in 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 12. I love this scripture, and it's going to make so much sense to you now that we've studied Ephesians chapter 3. 
It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you in these things, which now have been announced to you through those who preach the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things into which angels long to look. Angels long to experience the gospel in the manner that you and I have experienced it. So remember your life as a show and tell. Demonstrate the power of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.